Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We are telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. That is why with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support. Whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. Well, welcome to Montana Voices Podcast. We're in uh, Season 2, Episode uh, 3, I think, Bryce? I thought it was Episode 1. Yeah, those other two don't count. The real episodes, uh... Yeah, episode something. We're uh, returning to normalcy. We have Bryce back behind the, uh, the mic. He's uh, no longer in Montana, as we call it. That's great to be here. Yeah, the uh, you know let's consider any previous episodes just preseason for this uh, current season. Uh, th- these are the ones that matter. Th- this is what's going to get us to the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. We introduced a new controversial character who was uh, sure to generate or generate some hate mail. And, uh, I mean, there's no such thing as bad news, so no news is bad news, right? Is that how this, the saying goes? Or, uh, Yeah, please, God, anyone email us. Uh, let's just go with that. Yeah, somebody who's not uh, marketing to us, or unless you're a politician, because that is marketing. You're, you're just marketing yourself. I mean, there's no difference between that and trying to sell me a Yeti or something or whatever the normal Real life is. people, anything that isn't a, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of them machine that they use and like is it constant contact email or well i believe Anyways. it's one of the the vendors that do that but you know we have an exciting guest coming up in the future as we work it i mean we're coming out of the pandemic so it's sort of been hard to get somebody to sit down with us and of course we could do a phone interview but the audio is always terrible and you can only recover so much for that and it really takes or it takes me out of the experience of listening to a podcast when it's obviously over a phone or or uh, even worse, uh, those little droplets that hang out of your ears. Yeah, it takes me right out of it. Uh, anytime anyone calls into NPR from their cell phone, I know a lot of times it's you know the only available option because they're in a lot of war torn areas or whatnot. But and it uh, really pulls me my attention away, from whatever they're talking about. Yeah, and NPR can't afford to send these people an incredible USB headset. I mean, uh, we need a. Well, we were elected Republicans, so maybe uh, NPR will be cut. They're coming for Big Bird. Yeah, uh, no, in fact, I heard today on NPR them disclose that uh, one of their funders is Facebook, so. Facebook for NPR? Oh, oh it's. Yeah, well, you know, they'll take money from whoever. they got to keep the lights on, so. I thought uh, Bill Gates was one of their large donors as well. I probably. That infor- well, I'm sure Mr. Soros is also paying into that cast yeah. as well. Uh, you know who Mr. Sturros isn't paying? That's us, uh, apparently. I, I was promised the checks in the mail. We're doing our part to uh, advance the agenda, but still no payment. Uh, I, I have all these Antifa pamphlets. I was going to hand them out, but now I'm thinking maybe not. Yeah, if we're not going to get paid. My goodness. Uh, uh, apparently I mean, he's about as good as Trump is as far as paying invoices. It's going to be a lot less... Uh, People showing up for this guarded training camp simulation in uh, July, we, on we, the 4th of July. We never checked up on that. Um, I assume it didn't happen, because I, I thought somebody was just joking. So, Well, I mean, you can't be so sure unless you're there. And I mean, anyone who doesn't want to be found isn't going to be found out in those parts, you know. So, And wasn't I'm there sure also another I, uh, compound near Wolf? Crick, I think. Yeah, I thought Lincoln that was. In, uh, in I thought those were rainbow people. Oh, the rain. Well, they're har- the rainbow people are notoriously difficult to keep track of. You got to know somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, uh, they're always borrowing somebody else's cell phone. It feels like. Well, let's uh, do our introduction, I guess. Uh, well, actually, no. We yeah. had in the intro. We did that in the intro, right? I can't even remember. I uh, just copied in there. Well, moving on to business here. Yeah. Uh, our. Website, as always, MontanaVoicesPodcast.com. If you'd like to reach out to us with any questions, comments, concerns, or if you'd like to be on the show, you can hit us up 
via our email address, montanavoices at gmail.com. Twitter feed is going to be at Montana underscore voices. Facebook account is at Montana Voices Podcast. You can find every single episode of our streaming on YouTube just by searching for Montana Voices Podcast. Yep, every single one with the best B-roll that Montana has to offer. And there's there's no editing or little editing. It's uh, I know if me and you start talking about our moms for about 30 minutes, I, I think that I'll usually cut out. But with uh, rare exceptions, there's there's no editing. It's as you get it. Plug straight in. Absolutely. And we could probably record that, Bryce. I make you read that every single time. Yeah, well, you know, that adds to the rawness of it. Yeah, where uh, you don't want too high of a production value. And, and boy, we don't. So, our old stuff, stuff we discussed on previous casts, not to be mentioned. Uh, biggest threat to our freedoms was bikes, and uh, they're coming for them. We're not going to have any sanctuary cities in Montana. Rape is no longer a reason for abortion. Uh, usual suspects, uh, the Jenny Dodd of uh, grifting low-level rags that purport to be journalists. Uh, travel tax issues, trans excitement came back again. Um, we talked about Texas for a while and stuff about weed. Weed is back, I think. Uh- what are what are trans? What what's the excitement about? Oh well, I'm saying that really cheek and tongue as far as trans excitement. Um, but there was two bills that went through, and uh, uh, this isn't on the docket because it was the old news that we're reviewing. But he was trying to push through again. Um, they both failed um, because they had a lot of public support against them. There was one about uh, not letting trans women in, play in sports, I think, or trans men or converting. The language was weird. And then also another one to prevent um, any gender treatment for gender dysphoria until you're 18. And both of those failed, but then he brought them back because uh, apparently you can do that. So that wow. would be exciting. Just uh, revive it there, you know? Yeah, you know, we wow. uh, built our wow. first castle in the swamp and then we uh, it sank. And then. What, el- what are you to do but build another? Right. Well, that's exactly what they're trying to do, and it's still held up. It likely will not get a floor vote from last I saw. It's so irritating that any amount of time is being used on sports. Well, that is the point that that I was trying to make. We have a 90-day legislature session, and there are a lot of bills that never make it to a floor vote. Uh, I think actually the majority of bills never make it to the floor for an actual vote. They get caught up in committee. They get axed or swacked one way or another. And there's a number of bills that they simply don't get to after the time is up. And I think they got another 30 days to go, if I think. Yeah, because they started at the end of January. And so, yeah, about another month. They're most of the way through. So at this point, about halfway through is the point that they consider all the bills that are going to get voted on have already been introduced, and they're already through committee. So this will not get heard. So that's no problem at all, but this is, these are the things we're wasting our time on. It's very similar to, uh, this will be released tomorrow, so we can say, um, stimulus checks, your third ones are coming, and there was a news article today about that really white lady from Georgia, I think, but she apparently what about was, her? Uh, she was uh, calling the house to uh, adjourn. Um, which normally you'd think... Oh, yeah. are you talking about the uh, crazy white lady? Yeah, uh, crazy Marjorie white Taylor Green, yeah, Who's currently not on any committees, as I recall. Yeah, no. It's funny you mention her because I was uh, just reading an article before the cast started up here. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, geez, I'm trying to think of who, who is the... Um, Jerry... Who, who is the evangelical... Guy Jerry Falwell, who was uh, Falwell, Jerry yeah, Falwell, he's the one that was uh, banging uh, Jerry Falwell he was, he was... Jr., Jerry Falwell Sr., as far as anybody knows, is a fine, outstanding man. Oh, so, so we, we said, well, but uh, uh yeah, no anyways, one has come out. Uh, uh, I think he uh, Fal- he invented Jerry this. Jr. fucks. <laughs> I am aware, Jerry Jr. Fucks. Oh, those t- we we talked so, about this in uh, season last season, so we we've we covered that. Indeed. Uh, let's go ahead and add uh, Miss Marjorie Taylor Greene to the list of people who fuck as well, because uh, she as well fucks. Seems. Oh well, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I said whatever that. Whatever you want. Uh, it, it just seems. Well, uh, just real quick, uh, the uh, sort of thing she was trying to pull today was uh, at about nine thirty. She took to the house and said, "Well, I." I vote to adjourn. We want to, to close. We're done with work today. It's 9.30. And the point wasn't to actually say they're done with work today. The point was to delay work. 
because when you do that, apparently the entire House of Representatives has to vote yay or nay on the thing you proposed, which was going home. And they voted nay and continued and actually got this bill through. I'm sort of mixed on it. Uh, It's a lot of money and a lot of deficit, but then again, I don't know, the numbers are all made up, and some money comes to me, so I, I guess I... Oh, that's exactly what they want. I just see how price. much Bitcoin is worth right now and uh, GameStop stocks out of nowhere. And you know what? I think we got enough money to start chucking out a couple grand at each household. I think we can afford it. Well, that's a, exactly what we're doing. Yeah. $1,400 yeah. a person uh, for uh, people who make under seven or I think our, us is yeah. like 115 so, so we do that for a little bit until that... Uh, price goes back down on all the uh, on GameStop and uh, Bitcoin, and then you know we'll we'll figure things out. Then um, you know. I'm also torn these are on problems that. for future us. I should uh, toss every cent I have into uh, oh maybe not Bitcoin but another coin, Dogecoin. This cast could be accepting Dogecoin. It's worth about fifty cents a coin right now. That's it. I thought it had like a huge surge where it went up like a ton. It did earlier this year was worth less than a cent. And now it's, uh, or no, it was wow. 10 cents. Now it's close to 50. Oh, no, that's that's a different coin I'm thinking of. Sorry. It's worth 5 cents. What about Ethereum? Where's that at? Uh, Ethereum's all over the place. As a uh, a Bitcoin fan who's been following this since, you know, I'd argue day one, but probably about 2011, <laughs> 2012 for me, um, poor decisions were made. I'm not a millionaire right now, but the Ethereum is also a mixed subject. They, uh, I understand. Yeah, Bitcoin you know, is like the Model T. It's you know it was the first concept of a car, but it's completely useless on our roads today, and it's a a novelty. And so the only thing that keeps it running is the excitement of Bitcoin. There's not really a a use for it at this point. It was designed to be a peer to peer transaction, but it's too slow at that. And it take it could take like five hours to settle your transaction. So the uh, Bitcoin is slow. Uh, Litecoin was a bit faster. Ethereum tries to be faster and then there's a whole bunch of other coins that try to do the same thing but much much faster as fast as visa is the goal and as far as i know nothing has fully achieved that yet so maybe we're still on the you know ground floor of bitcoin and crypto i guess we'll see but uh bitcoin that could be a whole cast in itself bryce yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind uh, doing an episode on that because I, I really don't understand this as much. And we do know a couple uh, people within the industry there that are, uh, you know, more savvy on the stuff than ourselves. Would be interested in maybe even just doing one where, you know, I, you know, I, I show up to the cast and I, I have a 50, 50 bucks on me here. And, well, what are we going to do with this 50 bucks, you know? Well, um, I would argue uh, Dogecoin is the answer. Because it is the funnest cryptocurrency. There's no limit to how many could ever be made, so it will probably be worth close to five cents indefinitely, which is fine. Uh, Elon Musk seems to think he's the CEO of it, and they had a NASCAR at one point in time. Uh, how does he think he's the CEO? Uh, the Dogecoin community says he's the CEO. Oh. But he well. has no control over the Dogecoin community. Because well, yeah, it's, a, it's community. a blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love that but they, he's like he, he he's our guy yeah but they they probe elon a little bit and then elon tweets about it then the value goes to the moon as they say and then uh profits are made but i think this cast is confident in accepting dogecoin as a joke we could totally have a you know what in the description down below you will find our dogecoin address where we will accept your dogecoin support is greatly appreciated yeah, well, it's and just needed. my Dogecoin wallet, but uh, I'll know where it came from. Actually, I won't, uh, but I'll know it came. The funds make their way where they need to go. Right, the the packets. All right, well, let's uh, get into our new business here, I guess. Or or anything else on uh, weed? Uh, it's, I was just going to say that the uh, Republicans probably are going to put that uh, transsexual bill you know, right at the top of the basket, and that weed one... Right at the bottom of the basket, and I have a feeling. Well, they're, they're doing nothing on weed, despite, uh, and, and perhaps it's more of a statement of how little control Gianforte has over these Republicans. Usually, I mean, that's sort of the, this, typically, if they're in the same party, um, the Republican speaker Maybe for the Republicans. they caught wind of the private jet. Oh, the, the jet. Is that, is that causing ruffles again? 
Man, I don't know. Like, is, does he have his own hangar at uh, Galveston International? Well, as I understand it, we're still... Well, planes uh, cost money whether you fly them or not. So we're still paying for a state plane. Uh, it's just sitting there. And we're still paying for a state pilot that he uh, doesn't use. I mean, we didn't let Trump do that with his... Uh, and he didn't even have a nice... He had an old 747. I think it was a 747-200 or something. Was... Uh, outdated compared to the uh surprisingly the air force one or whatever they're using for a 747 it was a 747 but not a max because it's 30 years old so or are you talking about his like an like his trump plane yeah he made a big ordeal about that about wanting to fly the the trump plane instead of the president's 747 yeah it looks like it's a 757 oh the Air Force One is a 757, and I, I say Air Force One, but I no, understand no, 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 that's no. not his, the plane, um, it's him. Like his one that says Trump on the side of it, Trump Force One, calls it. Oh, does he? Of course. Yeah, yeah it's a Boeing 757-200, so it looks like it's a twin engine that's smaller than a... You'd think a 757 would be bigger, but no, this is smaller than the 747. It's only single deck. Oh, not a wide body. Jeez. Well, he had to downgrade no, when he got out of office. Well, he wanted to fly his own plane, but they uh, they wouldn't let him. Yeah, it's not uh, safe at all. Yeah. Well, I I don't know what uh, hardware and software goes into the, the uh, Air Force One, but something, I suppose. I mean, but I'm surprised they uh, they took that from him. I mean, they didn't let Obama have his BlackBerry. That was back when Blackberries were a thing. But they uh, let Trump tweet all day long. You know, some battles I think were uh, like they were able to fight, and then others that were like I'm sure Obama showed up and was like, "Yeah, I'm the president now." Uh, okay, like uh, yeah, here, fine, take it. Whereas I'm sure Trump was like, "You can't silence me," and like just threw a huge fucking fit when they tried to even suggest that he maybe not use his. Well, he's iPhone the iPhone anymore, you know. It's his voice to the people. It really was. Uh, I mean, for for better or worse, and Biden isn't. Well, I was expecting a change because before Trump, obviously, there was you know press conference or actual interviews is the only access you got to the president with Obama and before. And going way back, FDR was the first person with uh, them fireside chats, you know, to address the American public directly on this new, really lowbrow medium called television and i thought that with trump's actions for better or for worse he was being the voice of the people on this new lowbrow platform that is twitter i still think it's a lowbrow platform that no one should really be on but hey the cast at montana underscore voices right uh let me back to the dock in here get, get, see it's, yep. it's there at montana underscore voices that's right yeah I've, I've got the app and it's already figured out what triggers us because it'll send me tweets. It used to send me tweets from uh, Trump all the time. So if you add us there, one or both of us will get a notification, and it'll be nice not to see a Trump tweet at the top. Well, that was partially our fault because we followed his account. Well, because like, we I, had to. I, I We're in the political space. Right yeah. I, I wanted to get all all sides of the spectrum there, so that's why we get hit with so much. We followed Bernie, too. We follow AOC. We follow just about everybody we can find on Twitter, in, or actually everybody we can find on Twitter in the Montana political space. So we're, we've got our ear on the tweets. We do. So we're absolutely not wasting time like the Republicans are here in our first story. Well, this one comes from uh, the Montana Free Press, and uh, you, you hate it when I mention them because they also they started up a podcast after... We did. Seems like just about anybody can get behind a microphone nowadays, but I want to argue we have the, the best sound quality. Yeah, I think yeah, better listenability. And um, much more attractive host, I think, too. No doubt. Or I, I haven't met uh, Eric Dietrich, I think his name is. But, well, the Montana Free Press, which I had told is one of the last free, actual, new, unbiased news outlets because their reporting has been really spot on. Um, and there's only a handful of reporters there, but they pretty much exclusively report on Montana politics. And when we were looking for an unbiased source or something to get the other side of the story, because even newspapers, they're, they're all over the place. They, they have a bend, they have an agenda, 
But now I think um, being... Their agenda is just to get people to fucking subscribe. <laughs> that's all they want is people to buy it. Well, that's that's not happening for them. Oh, I've read all my five free articles this month. I guess I won't go to well, Mosley anymore. <laughs> well, geez. I guess See you we're next not going to read this. I guess we're not going to read about this event on Washington Post today. Let's see if the New York Times can tell me about this. Exactly. Oh, they're all toting each other's and tooting each other's horns. So if you, uh, it, same thing. Yeah, Washington Post paywalls you. Go to the New York Times. Go to the Hill. Go to. There's thousands of them, but they are pointing out sort of the agendas that the Republicans have put forward, like the uh, the trans people thing, the LGBTQ thing as well. Um, and also they're looking to revise election law. Some, lots of these things aren't getting through, like the trans things, the uh, last I checked, the election law thing. They wanted to undo same-day voting here in Montana. There are broad exemptions for vaccinations and the right-to-work thing. They spent a lot of time on this, and that, of course, got defeated because we had an overwhelming showing of people who uh, didn't believe in that. So that failed, but they're doing a lot of things that are angering a lot of Montanans and they have to reverse the course on, such as their right-to-work legislation. Oh, it's something you want to mess with is uh, someone's right. Well, well, it's quite the, the opposite. It's basically a union-busting thing. But um, things they have gotten through, firearms. We've got to arm the children, Bryce. Yep, uh, guns for every single kid, I believe, is what they're looking for eventually, right? Um, yeah, I think so. They, they haven't gotten to high schools yet, but maybe they, they should. I, are they are they going to start with seniors and go down, or are they going to start with kindergartners and work up? Oh, uh, kindergartners. Who gets a gun first, the seniors or the kindergartners? I, I mean, I think we should leave this choice up to the parents. They're the best to decide if their kid should have a gun at school. <laughs> That's the uh, individual mandate that we're putting on there. Yeah, you know, I guess uh, we are trying to get the government out of the schools more so. So, yeah, I mean, we should leave that to be a family matter more so. Yeah, absolutely. So, there, I mean, a lot of, like I mentioned before, a lot of legislation is proposed and debated and, and had hearings on. But, you know, only a fraction of it gets through. And we're past the deadline, so every bill that they're, they could possibly vote on has already been submitted. It's about the halfway point. Um, and it just uh, it seems like they spent a lot of time on specific issues and not on issues that the voters tasked them with, such as the weed regulation, which was needed, which we're apparently not getting, and we're not getting that uh, that weed revenue. I mean, things are still possible, I th- I think, but I, I th- since there's nothing in there to to be the catalyst for to make the way for retail marijuana, then it's not going to happen this year. So yeah, they are really bad about doing this uh you know they legalize it but not in any or sort of way that you can we legalize it while we voted for republicans so they I, I guess seem to have forgotten that the same people that voted them into office also voted for weed overwhelmingly i don't know li- libertarians or something don't tread on me yeah they're well libertarians yeah. um I, i've made this argument before um i, I think uh Chris was tired of hearing of it in the last uh, episode we had here, but I'm going to continue to buy my weed from the guy behind M&H. It's a Montana staple. I well, don't care if they renamed it Zip Trip. Well, yeah. I mean, what is it not M&H? Uh, exactly. There's a real M&H, a branded M&H oh. up in Mile City last I knew. Did he get offended by you calling it M&H? Uh, no, he was just uh, um, not following my train of thought that uh, Pablo, or whatever his name is, doesn't really matter. Yeah, believes in capitalism even when America doesn't by his uh, free market weed sales. True yeah, well, you know, I'm sure he's paying guy. his taxes the same as anyone else. Uh, uh, theft, you mean? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, we can't call it anything else. It's what it is. It's theft. Yeah, ab- um, absolutely. Pablo's providing a service, and, uh, you know, that makes him a staple of the community. Absolutely, providing a service to the community and you know paying homage to the gods of you know free capitalism, when uh, we've given up on him. Well, enough on weed and Republicans wasting time. Let's go to Democrats wasting time or wasting our time. And uh, Tester, only one of eight senators to vote against. God damn it, John! I mean, ah, oh. he's uh, you know, he's a millionaire. He's worth three million. So um, I, I mean, he can't possibly understand. 
So, yeah, Montana, or federally, will not have a $15 minimum wage. They've been trying to get this in for some time. I think AOC even came out. We talked about it in the last cast, because she apparently you know, rattles a whole lot of cages. Um, not ours, because she's from New York City. Or, New, not New York City, but New York proper. I don't know where city she's from. I'm pretty sure she's like one of the one of the boroughs there she represents. So like she's pretty she's pretty legit in that sense of uh I don't know. I don't see Ted Cruz walking the subway late at That's a a bull no, Ted Cruz uh do they have subways in Cancun? No, I don't think they're allowed to build them underneath the uh, at that that at sea level like that. Yeah, that would flood. obviously not work. But uh, AOC said it would be in it would be included in the uh, uh, the stimulus bill that just went through the house and is now waiting for Biden's vote. And who knows? By the time you hear the guys hear this cast, you you that might be a reality. It, it should be. All signs point to he he will sign it. But it's maybe uh, the last cast you hear because we retire after we get this sweet money. It could be life changing money. I mean, I don't know. I'm I, I talked about Bitcoin before. I'll, I'll try not to make it about Bitcoin, but. I'm I'm feeling an increase in price coming up once everybody gets their stimulus money. A lot of it's going to <laughs> to that, but I think if I, yeah. uh, I tighten the belt a whole bunch right now on the promise that money is coming, I mean, uh, what do I need a savings for? I mean, I've got money coming in a month or so, so it'll be fine. Are you considering uh, like dumping everything you can at the moment into Bitcoin is what you're saying? Or, or some sort of crypto you know, while the price is low. And then when we have that big bump um, caused by a lot of people buying it, I expect GameStop to go to the stonks as well. But uh, maybe it's time. now. don't buy GameStop. Somebody's going to be left holding that bag. And I, I knew it's the, possible, but at well, some I, point, I someone. mean, you never know. The SEC could just come in and just flat out like, no, we're shutting it down. You can't trade on the apps anymore. And, you know, because it seems to be like we already we've seen they've, uh, you know, halted trades just off of volatility on the market. Well, they, they do so, that all the time. I mean, if there's too much action or volatility, the New York Stock Exchange will, you know, shut down for 15 minutes till be like, hey, figure your stuff out, guys, and then come back. You know, take a breather. So that happens. Yeah. It, that's not, I mean, not a daily occurrence, but, you know, it happens a couple of times a year, I think. For sure, but you know, in any casino though, when you win big, they say congratulations, sir. Please come with us, and they escort you away from that table, and you're not allowed to go back to a table. They give you your money, and they walk you to your car. <laughs> Our business is done here. Well, I've I've yeah, never had that get joy. The so fuck like, out. <laughs> it's not yeah. the way the so, that system is mean, supposed to and work. This is basically a casino, so like you know. Well, it's it, a matter of time before they walk Robin Hood out to their car. Well, Robin Hood, yes, but I, I sent you a link in a, in a video on this, uh, I think yesterday or a couple days ago, that Robin Hood is not the democratized savior of finance that we thought they might be. <laughs> that we are the products. Um, the investors no. are the products. Uh, and they're, they're... You mean to tell me that the app that I was getting invites from like just random ass people that have you know not talked to you for months i sent you an invite you, it's not been that long you I want know, another invite you get you, two free like, stocks uh, other people uh, other people that hey you know bryce it's time you you think about your investment in the future look at this uh, you know i got an apple stock checking out a whole apple share baby she's all mine you could have one too and you know yeah that's of course, everyone's going to sign up for it if they get a stock. But what's it's the free. kickback? <laughs> yeah, it's... that's not. I don't know. This you know, this could go in with um, like the royal family almost right now, uh, with everyone guys. being all upset and, and up in arms over Meghan Markle and uh, the Queen being a, a racist old hag like she is, and um, you know, all all these people getting upset about it, and none of them would be able to get within like. A throwing distance of the queen because we'd all be peasants well, in this fairy tale. We are, we are, and, and the peasants. We've uh, some. We'll, we'll not get into the queen business. We will offend some people because in America there are big fans of the queen for some reason. Uh, don't understand it. Uh, everything I've seen about the British royal monarchy, they seem like a bunch of really evil people, man. 
Um, that Prince uh, Andrew one, it. he uh, Bryce, this is worse than talking about Hillary. What are you doing? What? <laughs> this is worse than talking about Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> their oh, their boy. reach and power knows no bounds. Oh man, here I've gone. Now we we we've gone into Alex Jones territory here now, haven't we? Oh my! Oh, uh, the frogs there. Let's dial it back. Um, uh, anyways, damn it, Tester, whatever happened to um, going to Taco John's and not having to pay sales tax with, with old Steve Bullock? Oh, it's yeah. like Steve lost, and now you think that uh, it, paying taxes on our tacos at Taco John's isn't so bad. And let me tell you something. It, it's still not cool. No, it's it's not, and... I mean, I think Montana as a whole, given how we red we voted this last election, would probably as a whole be against. Uh, if it was to a popular vote, I would say that Montana would vote against it. What I'm thinking about. Yeah. It. So he was probably voting in line with the voters, but he's, I mean, what is Tester going to do next? He's had his two terms in, so for well, our term states, limits? Yeah, for I our states. I don't think we have term limits. Well, for our state legislature for our local legislature yes we do but as far as the people we send to the federal legislature i I, no that's the one that they're always harping and uh griping about is that there's no term limits for congress remember well tester's not going to vote that in now he's he's got this good of course nobody does it's the whole point it's like everybody gets in and then nobody wants to vote for term limits because then that'd be like yeah uh i i i propose this bill that will fire all of us indefinitely matter what yeah no well there's an argument against it as well and we discussed this on a previous cast where i mean in the montana legislature i think you can go in each uh each house uh twice so you can be in the house of representatives twice and then the senate twice uh, at the state level but there are some that argue that by the time you actually figure out how to get things done in in politics that you're termed out and then have to move on to something else uh uh, i guess a, a virgin office for you either move to the senate or or move upwards to the uh, governor's office, which you know not everybody can be governor. So, and yeah, uh, so I mean, you're the citizens' legislature, senator level there. I mean, you can go for governor, for governor, but that does have term limits. But senator, I'm pretty sure doesn't, because like, how long was Conrad Burns our senator? Oh, for, for like way too long. Half of Montana's existence, right? Or yeah. like some shit, like it's insane. But. Yeah, that's maybe that's something we should uh you know we should really know more and more about politics uh to have a political Conrad's podcast. alive. Is Conrad alive? I think so. I hadn't heard that he died. Let me look him up here. So they need to bring they need to bring back the spittoon. Uh yes, he had a spittoon on the Senate floor and was at the time the only non college educated person there. Well, the it looks time. like he uh did die in twenty sixteen. What? But... Huh. You know, didn't have a college education, but you know, damn it, he had a cowboy hat. Well, that that hat took him places. He uh, he was a senator, and then went back to doing, geez, whatever he did before. I don't know. He was doing something. Uh, hanging out with Jack Abramoff a lot. Oh well, uh, didn't uh, who else was doing that as well? Anyway, let's uh move on. We uh briefly mentioned AOC, and we discussed her in the uh, the very last episode about how she was sort of handpicked via trial. I mean, there was auditions, and it was like a job interview for who wants to run in this office, and she was the most qualified, and obviously then we have AOC, but it feels like there's a, um, a less official process in Montana, and uh, we're talking about Mr. Anti Antifa, Mr. Braxton Mitchell, who uh, tried to bring some legislation to the uh, legislature regarding labeling Antifa as a terrorist group in Montana, the, the state that doesn't label terrorist groups. Because that's a, you know, a federal. Where are they? they um, near Garnet, right? Oh yeah, no, well, I guess Garnet. So this this would make that would this make the ghost town a war zone? Yeah, uh, I guess it would. Let's see, I wonder, or maybe it'd be a DMZ like they have in North Korea. Yeah, that's that's got to be it. But Mr. Uh, Braxton Mitchell. Lots of people, we got some feedback on Mr. Braxton, and some people were telling us that he was on the, uh, that there was a tight connection between him and Rosendale that nobody was seemingly able to figure out. And I, I researched this a little bit, got some links sent to me, and he apparently is. He changed his name in like a couple years ago, in 2019, or, um, no, excuse me, 2020. So 
He was Braxton Shewalter before that, and he changed his name for some reason. And those records, uh, you know, short of going to the Kalispell Court and, and getting them, I don't even know if I can, um, are unavailable. So we can't say why he changed his name or anything like that. But before he was in office, he was um, he did the March for Our Guns thing. He was interviewed several times for that. He had a, a gun sign. Remember that? We're uh, marching for guns. <laughs> uh I not uh, I think I do because I was like, well, like you've got them already. Like, what are you marching for? If you've got the guns, yeah, it was some. It was something to that tune of like, you know, you, you, you're marching for a goal that you've already completed. You know, I'm disappointed in the lack of guns at the March for Our Guns rally. There was, uh, I mean, everybody should have been. Oh, armed. was that the Great Falls one that they weren't allowed to bring guns to? That was pretty great too. Oh, I mean, what's the point? I mean, the abortion people uh, are, they bring their kids. It's like, this is children. We're talking about children. So why don't you bring your guns to the, uh, to the yeah, gun rally? The anti-abortion people don't bring their kids sometimes. And, you know, sometimes they do just to, well, I, I feel like that's almost like a total mind manipulation on the other side there when they, they show up with their kids. Look at these sweet, innocent children. That <laughs> Check them out. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we don't kill all of them. Anywho, uh, you haven't seen the abortion people for a while. Um, uh, there's a few that hang out by the, uh, the between a weed dispensary and an oil change place here on. Uh, not, it's close to Russell here in Missoula, but uh, I don't know if they're still uh, marching where you're at. Or did COVID uh, yeah, undo that? Now that you mentioned, I haven't seen. That. I wonder if COVID finally uh, put the the kibosh on it at least temporarily. You know, this whoa. This is a gathering of more than three people here. We cannot have this super spreader on the sidewalk in front of the Planned Parenthood. <laughs> no. no. Well, was Planned Parenthood even open, or were they just... I mean, I couldn't tell I, you. So, I imagine they were in like some capacity the same way as like the clinic was. Or like, you know, we probably needed yeah, a mask and all that. Uh, so, Mr. Anti-Antifa, he uh, changed his name. We're not sure why, other than if you look up Shewalters in Flathead County, because uh, that's the uh, the court. His district is north of Columbia Falls up to Canada, and I'm not sure if they have a local court there if they have to go down to Kalispell for that. But there's uh, quite a few Shewalters with a uh, you know rap sheet, so I'm not sure if he just came from a bad family or if he's uh, just... There's something else going on. That I couldn't tell you. More on that to follow, and if you guys have links or any more info on uh, that, on the guy who is uh, on three different committees, Fish, Wildlife, and Park, Tax, and Education. So, yeah, we even put people on committees. Um, we did advocate for lifelong, you know, hunting licenses, which I suppose is good. He, uh, we're bringing back the Montana Cowgirl as well. Um, she, uh, or he... I say he, I think it's a group of people, and they did work for Schweitzer, allegedly. I don't have uh, proof of that. They've been as as good as we are as withholding their identity. They had some uh, tweets from the guy where he said some not great things and was using homosexual words. As uh, We can't say, we won't even it, use your imagination on that one, I guess. But um, maybe I, I sort of took it with a grain of salt because, you know, bad tweets can be. Anyway, weed appears to be on our docket again. Uh, branding. Uh, brand. Uh, yeah, almost like uh, it's a issue that uh, was high in our minds this last election. So, oh man, yeah, I like your first note here that like literally any now that Greg's the governor, any mention of him is Greg Gianforte of Montana, governor. You know, the one who assaulted the reporter. Every single one. So this one I picked up from Cali Hydro. And ironically, uh, Gianforte is sort of, uh, as I mentioned before, sort of lost control of his uh, the legislature. They're doing their own thing. And they, he even included weed in the budget or weed taxes in the budget. And he's probably not going to get it. So um, I think our budget's in for some trouble next year unrelated to this. So this is just from a uh, marijuana advocacy. I think they sell stuff too. But they, um, I mean, Montana rejects funding for voter-approved marijuana program, which is, we didn't really reject it, or they essentially did by um, not doing anything on it, which they were supposed to do and they were directed by the governor to do. So they have uh, failed us once again. But even though, I, I think, well, they're a business that also sells weed supplies. 
So, but I think they're echoing what we're seeing in a lot of other different news outlets, where anything that brings up Greg, I mean, this had nothing to do with body, Greg the body, as you call him, had nothing to do with that, and also uh, he was in support of it, or maybe he didn't personally like weed, I, I, I think that would be the case, it's not his thing, but he acknowledges that it's what the people voted on, and he was going forward with it, but... It's saying that him and his cronies are, you know, undoing the, uh, undoing our votes, basically. Which is not that I think Greg might be innocent in all this, but the article before you can even read the article, there's a audio clip. Listen to Greg body slam a reporter. With Greg, I have a feeling that a lot of people probably will go to these articles when it does mention his, you know, altercation there. Think how many people probably just don't even read the article and just go off and. Uh, look him up on Wikipedia and then, you know, just completely forget what they were looking at before. Well, especially when it's a weed article. So I imagine they're all over the place. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a weed joke. <laughs> those, those stoners. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, a good point. And I, I, you can never shake that. It, it is fun. That we, In fact, we do it every time we mention it. We you call him Greg the Body because... uh I mean, that's how we roll here in Montana, I guess. Um, screw around and find just, out. Exactly. And it's just so I'll never forget, uh, you know, because I remember when it happened to see the article come through on like KRTV. And then the next morning it was on like Fox News and CNN front page ahead of everything else. <laughs> He'd done that. And like that, it, it's you know Montana's always on the front page for something like just ridiculously embarrassing. Every time it's the Freeman, it's uh, Clive and Bundy taking over a small portion of the state. It's uh, oh, more on uh, Miss or is Clive and the dad or the the son? Uh, or there's Clive and Eamon. And then I'm not sure which one's which, but yeah, I know the guys you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, them had. Mr. Ted Kaczynski. Oh, not to be outdone. Waco outdid us, I think. So, in Texas. Yeah, and, you know, I suppose Ruby Ridge didn't happen here either, which, you know, right next door, but could have been a few miles over. It could have been. Well, a lot of it isn't getting coverage. I mean, or at least not federal coverage. When sort of anti-government like tension mistakes. ramped up, I mean, there was a... Um, a guarded compound at, outside of Lincoln. It was on the Great Falls side of Lincoln before you get over the pass. But it was, uh, you know, just like uh, I think the Freemen were. Uh, I don't know if you've seen documentaries. It's just a weird concept uh, to see video clips where somebody's going to visit the Freemen and the FBI stops and, well, you can't take your guns. And I was like, well, you hold my guns? He's like, ah, oh, no, just toss them in the bushes. And the guy did exactly that and then drove his truck in to see his friends, I guess. But it was sort of the same thing. There was it was barricaded. It was locked up. I drove by it several times, and they is this on the main road? Yeah, right on the main road. And there were still people this... going and leaving. It was like a standoff, but uh, people would leave. It was like, ah, gotta go get some TV, gotta... <laughs> or go and drink at the bar. And there was other people coming in, and so much sh- sort of the same thing as the Freeman. I think um, that ended better than Waco. Luckily, the we didn't do it the Texas way. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I had no idea that we had a compound out in Lincoln. Well, yeah, this was uh, towards the end of the Obama administration where uh, I think Obama brought out a lot of anti-government uh, folks who uh, likely were anti-government to begin with, but having a uh, a guy they I guess they saw as an authoritarian in the office. Oh, I mean, how ironic. They thought it was an authoritarian because he uh, couldn't get anything done through Congress, and then he started signing executive orders, but... How ironic was that now? And then we got that other guy. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that just really kicked it up even more there, it seemed. Well, things are changing, and maybe not always, or maybe for the best. We talked about newspapers a bit ago. This will be our, I guess, our last piece here. Um, Mazulian, which I thought was the biggest operation paper in Montana, is shutting down the presses. that You can still get them. Um, but that is moving to Helena to a large press over there, which also prints uh, a number of things. I don't think the Great Falls Tribune is still publishing themselves, are they? Or are they outsourcing that? No, they got bought out, I think, by like USA Today or something. 
then uh you know that's just how it is with uh, local papers it's funny too how um you know these people are all pushing for you know support local business and stuff but you know the second they gotta pay for the local paper it's like oh no absolutely not well the tribune is like three bucks for sunday three bucks i don't know i uh I mean, I, I never paid for the paper either, but... Who pays I for mean, the paper? In a, all my adult life, I thought it was... I mean, even in the early 2000s, I thought this was... I outdated. thought it was a taxed item. <laughs> like, well, I, I literally thought it was just like a tax that they just used to, like, print out the paper when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, Bryce, that's, uh, that's theft. In one aspect, but when you start taxing everything, and then you just don't get a paycheck, you just get services? Why? Well, that's socialism. Well, uh, that's exactly so what that is. <laughs> well, maybe this is a uh, good segue into job futures. And this is sort of the thing that people have been saying for generations, that technology is going to undo all the jobs. I mean, we no longer have elevator operators. We no longer have telephone operators. Um, horse buggy. The horse buggy uh, coalition has, has gone down finally. But those jobs are gone, but yet there's not the mass unemployment that we we thought there would be um and there there are some like elon musk we mentioned him earlier that believe that eventually computers and robots will replace us all even in thinking jobs i mean certainly service jobs can all uh go to that and stocking other jobs like that will go away but jobs like uh, like what me and you have to do where there's uh supposedly some thought going into it i don't know how much i put into it but um supposedly intelligence a computer will be able to figure that out and, and do it for us. And then are what then what are we to do? It's a good question, you know, but you, have you seen that movie Wally? Uh yeah, or no, I've heard of it. I've not seen it, but Pretty uh, I get the concept. Rob. Well, you know, cuz uh, you say that the horse and buggy coalitions no longer here, but yeah, you know, we still have jobs, but thing is we keep shaving down on what we're doing and we keep handing more and more of it over to the computer. Well, not and only so, that, like, but America does sort of the, the same thing. We treat China as our computer, basically. So manufacturing jobs, those were arguably low skill, and all those jobs went away, or 90% of them, I would say, um, yet 90% of those people aren't still unemployed. Um, it freed us up to do other things to smarter work, and, and certainly there's pain associated with that. If all you know how to do is coal mine, and suddenly a robot dredge can do it um what are you to do but you know immediate pain and eventually it corrects i I just don't know how far it goes once you get you know ai that can actually think and do things um maybe that changes maybe that algorithm finally changes it there's nothing else more productive for us to do and elon suggests ubi we'll all get paid for stuff and then do other stuff who knows well, he's not going to care because he's going to be on Mars. So, oh yeah, uh, we're done with this place. But, but that's the what I think will should, happen. Uh... He's going to probably find a, like you know a, a decent group of people who he's going to be like you know you can you don't have to pay to live on Mars. I will pay to get you guys to live on Mars because he needs janitors. <laughs> okay, he needs someone to go outside it and change out the sensors still. He's not going outside. No, he's got people for that. It's exactly. But he's absolutely going to go up there and die. Like I think that's what he wants to do is to live out his life on Mars. Uh, the the final frontier. I mean, the, and the, that's hey, just cool. the start. But wouldn't that be? And that'll be something too. If like he leaves, he takes all of his rich friends with him, and Joe Rogan goes with him too. You know, and then of course, uh, they just. And then, like, what happens here? Like, we just, you know, it, then it's a matter of, like, they either, like, thrive up there and then we all, uh, you know, break out in a mass civil war here and uh, I think... eat each other alive or they run out of oxygen. <laughs> I, I or, think know, this is a basis for breaks. more than one and ran novel. Is it really? Yes. Uh, which one? Was it the I still don't know what any of them are about. Um, no, it's the one where um, they... I guess the the doers start disappearing. Everybody else is just content being a, 
a wage slave doing nothing and not innovating. And the, the doers, the guys that make new steel and new trains and are the executives, the, they're the heroes of the book. They go over to um, uh, a hidden ranch in Colorado to, to protest humanity not um, respecting them or something. It's been a long time, Bryce, and it's a terrible read. It's like 1,600 pages. I don't like every single one of her books. I've like just tried even reading the Wikipedia articles, and I don't get it. Like Atlas Shrugged, I, I, I don't understand what, what the end goal is, I guess. Well, you see Atlas. He shrugged. I So am I. Well, it's a... Uh... Uh, I can't explain Andrea, and that's beyond the uh, the scope of this. But it's a lot of people's favorite book, second to the Bible. Oh, why didn't it beat out the Bible? Uh, well, I, I think it does, and they just don't want to say that. Um, well, no, Mark Cuban will say that. Uh, the mattress guy has said that. Uh, I think Trump has said word for word it's his second favorite book that I, I'm pretty sure he never read. Oh. Yeah, well, he, he would say something like that. And it doesn't surprise me that Mike Lindell would like a book like this then. Yeah. It throws a huge red flag for me, though, if uh, Mike Lindell is enjoying things. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Besides selling How good are those pillows? Uh, I couldn't say. I don't know. I uh, I like a good, terrible pillow myself. I like to go with like a full flat. You know, basically nothing there. When I I go for for my huh, just sleeping on a mat. Well, different tastes. Well I, I do enjoy some pillow, but not as much as others. I know my wife has like four or five of them. It's too many. Yeah, too much of an incline. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get to the hotels sometimes, and uh, you know, the pillows there. It's like I'm. Jeez, I feel like I'm sitting upright still. Well, we will call the Missoulian the Hellion, and with that, let's get uh, this episode in the books. Sounds good. Just uh, recap business things here real quick. Our website is always MontanaVoicesPodcast.com. If you'd like to hit us up with any questions, concerns, comments, or if you'd like to be on the show even, uh, you can email us at MontanaVoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter feed is going to be at Montana underscore voices. Our Facebook is at Montana Voices Podcast. And then you can find every episode on YouTube by searching for Montana Voices Podcast. 